0: Thoughts are things. So there's a bit of a joke that, uh, that that has lived with me for the for the for the 15 or so years that I've been in this teaching, and I have now been a minister. Uh, what year is this, for seven years. But the joke is, because of the particular center where I was trained and the particular minister where I was trained, his background, as, as I said last week, was he was a Broadway star. And uh, so every week, it was usually some Broadway reference or some Broadway song, uh, which is kind of my background, because I spent I spent decades as an actor, a musical theater actor, and... Uh, I'm grateful to be able to bring that talent to what I do here, you know? It's not every minister that sings. And there are some that maybe shouldn't sing, but <laughs> God bless them. Um, but we used to joke because it became like, we, we, so Reverend Dr. James Mellon, who was my teacher, uh, the Broadway star, he um, he would joke every week that, because he was Catholic, that his center became Our Lady of Musical Theater. The Our Lady of Musical Theater Center for Spiritual Living. <laughs> the only reason I bring this up, because last week I sang a song from Broadway. This week I sang a song from Broadway. Uh, this song here is from a show that premiered on Broadway in 1997 called Rent. And this is a very different take on that particular song in the show. It's no day, no day, but today, you know, they're up there clapping, like very up, but I like the really like laid back version of it where you can really hear what is being said where you can really hear the lyric, right? There's only us. There's only this forget regret or life is yours to miss. Well, there's a whole talk, right? In and of itself. Forget regret or life is yours to miss. No other path, no other way. No day but today. There's a theme here today. We're living in the moment. It's no day but today. All is well, right here and right now. Because here's the truth. Nothing else exists. This is it, right here and right now. What you perceive as the past is only an idea in your mind. It no longer exists. When you walked through that door, however... Oh, 20, 30 minutes ago, or however long you walked through that door, that moment no longer exists, except as an idea in your mind. This is the moment. Can anyone name that Broadway show? <laughs> this is the moment. This is the day. Yeah, our lady of musical theater. Um, right here, right now is all we have. We don't even have the future. We think we're creating the future. We're actually setting the course for a potential future, but we're only ever creating this moment right here and right now. This moment. This is it. I can't control my destiny. Oh, You can't control your destiny because there's no such thing as destiny. Destiny implies that there's some laid out path that is inescapable. There is no destiny. We create potential, like I said, we create potential futures, and the way we choose to live our life in this moment is what directs us down those paths, towards deeper realization, towards deeper expression, towards deeper experience of life. So here's the question that I would like to ask, and this is a rhetorical question. Is there anything in your life right now, in this moment, that you can recognize that you would like to be healed? Allow yourself to simply, without judgment, allow whatever comes up to come up. And I say without judgment because the minute we step into judgment, well, we've already done something that will keep us from the healing process because we've now said this is something bad. It's not bad. It's an experience of life. There was I said last week that, that, that I had a friend who is who was going through an experience and 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 it was a potential of like. Maybe there was some mass, and, I, and we basically said, here's the deal. Rather than go into fear, love it into oblivion. Love it into oblivion. Recognize it for what it is. It is simply an expression of this infinite divine creative presence. And the, as we love it, we can say, I love you, be gone. We're done. Let it go. I do not need to live with this experience of life. In this moment, I love it. I recognize it for what it is. It is part of the infinite wholeness. It is not separate from it because that's another thing we do. We tend to separate those things like the physical ailments in our bodies from the infinite. We think that they are separate. They are not separate. They are simply circumstances that began where, as I said before, in mind, in our use of this universal mind. That's where it all begins. When we get in alignment with the love, we love those things into oblivion. That's what that means, love it into oblivion. Allowing ourselves to simply relax, resonate, and go with the flow of infinite life. I always like to say that there is a spiritual blueprint from which we are all manifest. That blueprint is perfect. It is untouched by anything else in the world of form. And when we get into alignment with that spiritual blueprint, that any physical ailment simply melts away. Again, that is loving physical ailments into oblivion. So is there anything in your life that you would like to be healed? Is there anything? And it doesn't have to be a physical ailment. Would you like to heal a relationship? That is something that can be healed. Would you like to heal something that is blocking your creative expression? That is something that can be healed. Would you like to heal... Oh, here's the big one. Your prosperity experience. That is something that can be healed. Because healing is simply a revealing of the divinity of any situation or any circumstance. The more we come into alignment with the inherent divinity of it, the divinity being love, it heals itself. It takes care of itself. There is nothing we ultimately have to do All we have to do is to be. We have to be love. So this time and how is the talk today. This time and how. This time, there is only us. Right here, right now. There is only this. We must let go of the past as though it has any precedent bearing on our current moment life. I'm a, I am someone who loves to live in nostalgia. This is actually a really hard one for me. I love nostalgia. I love to live in the glory days of like, oh, well, when I was, you know, when I was doing that such and such show. I, so I was the star of a show that uh, was very popular in Southern California. Uh, we did it. It was, uh, it, was, it was geared towards a youth audience, but it, was, um, it had a lot of great moments for adults as well. <laughs> And I do think someday, well, maybe I'll produce this here in Tucson and I will allow myself to relive my glory days by starring in this show. I think to myself sometimes, well, why would I do that? (laughs) Am I trying to capture something, some feeling that I had in the past? Why don't I just create it here in this present moment? I don't need to relive something. All I need to do is accept the truth of my being. And that may... That may translate itself into the experience and expression of this show. I don't know. Anyway, so I'll tell you a little bit about this show. The show is called Yo-Ho-Ho, A Pirate's Christmas. And the premise of the show is a misfit band of pirates, through a navigational error, find themselves at the North Pole. So it was a great holiday show for families, right? And so they find themselves at the North Pole, and they decide, oh, well, we've got all of this, you know, great stuff that we get to steal. So they steal all the toys, and they steal all the stuff, and, you know. And then they get into a big fight with Santa Claus, and, you know, I don't know how disturbing it might have been for children to see Santa Claus, like, in a sword fight. But we did that. I played the captain of the pirate ship (laughs) in that show. And I became pretty popular in Southern California. We did this show, what did I say, six years, seven years, eight years, I don't know, did it a lot, every single holiday season. I could stand up here and say, oh, gosh, I was so, so beautiful. I wish, I wish I could live that over again. I wish I could live that over again. I don't need to live it over again. I don't need to. I get to live right here in this moment. With that memory, it's a beautiful memory, it evokes a lot of feeling for me. But I also get to know that no matter what, I can create something new moving forward. Even if I produce that show here, I can recreate it in my own vision. I feel very nostalgic around that show. And then I feel loss sometimes with my acting career. There are roles that I will never be cast in that were dream roles for me at a point. For whatever reason, I'm not the physical, I'm not, I'm not, I'm I'm too old for a lot of them now. I'm in a weird like age gap for actors where there are a lot of great roles for younger men and then there are a lot of great roles for older men, but like middle-aged men, it kind of, there really aren't. You know, they cast 29-year-olds to play middle-aged characters on television. I don't know if you realize that. Crazy. And then they cast 29-year-olds to play high school students, too. 29 seems to be like a magic age where you can do it all. So I can live in the nostalgia and the feelings of loss around what I didn't do as well. But how does that serve me in this moment? This time, this time, I get to move past it. There's only now. There's only here. There is only now, there is only here. This is it, folks. Ernest Holmes wrote, and it's might as well have been from the same chapter, the first principle fundamental to the understanding of the operation of thought is that we are surrounded by an infinite intelligence. The possibility of healing rests entirely on the theory that we are surrounded by an infinite mind which reacts to our thought according to law. That law is the law of cause and effect. Our thought is the cause. Everything that shows up in our life is the effect. So the first principle fundamental to understanding the operation of thought is that we are surrounded by this infinite intelligence. Not only are we surrounded by it, I believe that we have come to a deeper place of understanding that we are this infinite intelligence. And this is also, so this book, this is the version that was published in 1938. Uh, Later on in his life, he did a series of lectures, and some of them have been published. One one, One series of lectures is called the Seminar Lectures. And in that, he basically changes his mind. Because when he was studying early on, Ernest Holmes said... You have the absolute and you have the relative. And he seems to express them in, in terms of separation. And what he says in the, in the seminar lectures is the relative, that's the stuff, the circumstantial life. It's all each and every one of us. We are relative aspects of an infinite source. The relative is the absolute, he says in the seminar lectures. The relative is the absolute at the level of the relative. So, the only thing that limits each and every one of us is our own use of mind, our own sense of limitation. So, if we want to live a more expansive life, we have the capacity to do so by breaking open any limitation we have in mind. I can't control my destiny because there is no such thing as destiny. The more we come into a deeper alignment with the understanding that there is nothing that is impossible in our lives, what did Audrey Hepburn say, nothing's impossible because the word themselves says, I'm possible? There is nothing that is impossible, nothing. We just decide that there is. We are taught that there are things that are impossible. We are conditioned to believe that there's limitation well, let's uncondition ourselves. Let's take that step into a greater expression of our own lives, uncondition ourselves, and step into the infinite beingness that we inherently are. We can't control our destiny, but we can set the course of action for our lives. To live from spirit, oh, this is a good one. Dr. Kennedy Schultz, brilliant minister, Said this, to live from spirit does not require hours of piety and solitude. Well, thank goodness for that. I love meditation. I love my experiences of solitude, but those are not the only times that I am spiritual. I am spiritual 100% of the time because I am nothing other than spirit. And this is true for each and every one of you. Each and every one of you is spiritual at all times, no matter what. Now here's the question. Are you acting accordingly? Or are you doing things that are getting in the way of your spiritual expression of love and kindness and joy and happiness? We're the only ones who get in our way. <coughs> the other joke that I, that, that, that I love to make is this. And, and I, we use, I, used, <laughs> I used to use this when I would do acting workshops and things like that. I used to also uh, lead acting workshops. And I would say to actors, do you want to act or are you acting? Do you want to have a career as an actor or are you living your career as an actor? If you were in your car driving down the street and you got pulled over because the cop thought for a moment that there might be a possibility that you were not living your potential as an actor, would you be able to be arrested and prove to the jury that you are living your infinite Inherent potential as an actor. Now here's the thing for each and every one of us. Substitute the word actor with whatever it is that draws your soul into being. And right here and right now, maybe we should ask the question, am I living my ultimate potential as this infinite divine loving presence? Could a jury convict me for living my life as an infinite divine presence or not? What is the jury going to decide? Well, ultimately, the jury's in your own mind. You get to decide. And anything that is blocking your path, standing in your way, you are the one who gets to say, no more. I let it go. I let it ride. I'm out of the way. I am that I am. Wow, I made another Bible quote. (laughs) (laughs) I am that I am. That's what that means. The burning bush, hi, the burning bush was not the voice of God as disembodied or something separate. It was Moses understanding an, an inherent truth. I am that I am to say each and every one of us is that which is, we are all part of one and the same thing. Everything is wholeness. It's just not interpreted that way. There is only now, there is only here give in to love or live in fear. Give in to love or live in fear. (sighs) Right here, right now, we may all be able to look at something and recognize something within ourselves that is fearful, that, that elicits fear within us. The antidote for that no matter what it is is love it is love i had a conversation with someone this week and this is a person that is not part of this philosophy and and it's it, 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 this person is a friend of mine and i find like i try to i try to gently nudge this person into a greater understanding of themselves because what I perceive, and this is my perception and the experience that I have of this person is a great deal of fear and separation, that this is the way this person's life is unfolding. There's so much fear and separation and feeling like what is what is wanted is out there and beyond beyond the grasp. And I'm always working in conversation to... Inspire. I mean, I'm a minister 24/7. I'm not just a minister when I'm standing up here. To to minister—it's a verb, right? It's not a noun. It's not something I am. It is who. It is what I do. To minister, to be the beacon of light for all those who are feeling the experience of darkness. And the reason that I bring this particular person up is because this is the message. There's only now. There's only here. Give in to love. Give in to love or live in fear. There is no other choice. (coughs) There's no other way. No day but today. The time is now. You are the way infinite spirit gets to happen. That's the how. That's this time and how. And that is my message today. Namaste. Thoughts Are Things is an independently produced podcast. You can check out my blog, sign up for regular updates, or leave a comment on what you've heard today by visiting jonathanzens.com. Also, check out the latest on the development of the spiritual community I am founding in Tucson, Arizona, by liking our page on Facebook. Use the search function on Facebook and look up the page by typing in Tucson New Thought. Finally, my book, Thoughts Are Things, is now available on Amazon.com. Just look up Jonathan Zenz at Amazon and order your copy today.